1: Hi there and welcome to the SyrupCast. If you're tuning into the SyrupCast for the first time, it's a podcast by Mobile Syrup, Canada's largest independent tech website, which we look back at the week that was in Canadian telecom and tech news. At least that's the case with most weeks. This week, however, we're looking forward to the next couple weeks worth of Android releases. This is episode 179. We're recording it on Thursday, September 27th. On this week's show, we have Mobile Syrup staff reporter Dean Daly. Dean, welcome back. Thanks, Igor. We also have, joining us, friend of the show, Josh McConnell. Josh, how's the freelance
2: life? You know, it's a freelance stroll down the street to say hi. Indeed. I don't know. It's that it works. It's yeah. kind of a free stroll. We'll do a free stroll.
1: Free stroll. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we'll get back to you in just a sec, <laughs> but we need to finish introductions.
1: Uh, last, but certainly not least, we have uh, staff reporter Samir Chabra on the ones and twos. Samir,
0: welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. And as always, I am the god of the show because I
1: control all audio. It's true. So send him nice tweets.
0: But I
2: have the power plug right here.
1: Oh no! I'll just pull the adapter out. <laughs> uh, if you're wondering where one Patrick O'Rourke is, he's not here. He had one too many drinks, and the cause of that is our friend uh, Josh here, who was at a party <laughs> with him last night. It, it was
2: a, it was an event. It was a, it was a tech event. You know, there was it was a work business outing. You know, Uh uh that happened to have an open bar, and uh, us as well as our friends over at Beta Kit, we thought it'd be fun to be 22 again and try Mm -hmm. shots. And that was a horrible (laughs) idea. We both realized we are old and should stick to very boring beverages.
1: Ethics in journalism: open bars do not mix. No, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, apparently the drinks did not mix well either. Well, you know what does mix well is all the pixel leaks we've seen. Am I right? So many. Dean has been kind of our, how would you say it, like first line of attack when it comes to all these uh, leaks. Dean, I know there's a lot of them. You keep reminding me every single day that there's a lot of pixel leaks. Um, Do you want to just quickly outline what we're expecting on October 9th?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, No problem. So on October 9th, Google is expected to release a normal Pixel 3 5.5 inch, Mm -hmm. a Pixel 3 XL, uh, I think it's 6.3 inches um, or even larger, uh, a Pixel Stand, Mm -hmm. a Pixel Home Hub, which is like a Google Home, but like a smart display, Mm -hmm. and 2.0. Chromebooks, two Pixelbooks, one with a detachable display and just Mm -hmm. another normal Pixelbook. So there's a lot happening on that day.
2: Wasn't there also, I saw, it might have been just one site somewhere, so something about a watch. Is that a thing or no?
3: So there was a watch at one point. Evan Blass leaked it earlier this year, but it's been confirmed, I believe, that it won't be at the event, Uh, but it may show up sometime later.
1: Man, I'd be all over that. Google Wear. What does it mean?
3: I'd be pretty excited for Google Watch. Uh, mm-hmm. We haven't had any good or not like not bad, but we haven't had anything from Google in terms of Wear OS before, mm-hmm. and that'd be really cool to mm. see something they've produced.
2: And they've been doing some cool updates to the software, so you know mm-hmm. that you don't know. You speculate that that means they're playing around with something internally hardware-wise, because mm-hmm. rightfully so, you know, the Apple Watch is so far ahead in terms of however you want to look at it, software, mar- market share, whatever. Um, and they want to step up their game. So I'm I know that this is about phones, but it, just the footnote is mm-hmm. I'm excited about this watch. Uh, it whenever that if comes, if and when, yeah, because you know when Google does it, it's going to do something fun. Mm-hmm. But to
1: return to the uh, uh, excuse me to the smartphones and go notch deep on this one. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, what do we make of the phones as we've seen them so far? Um, is uh, I mean, I get a sense from the internet, reliable as it is, um, that maybe this is not enough. Or in terms of what we've seen from you know, like is from what you've seen, is this enough to? Is this going to be finally be the year of the Pixel? Right. Like, yeah. it's kind of this thing that Google has been like building up on. Uh, year after year for now the past two years and we're going into the third year but they haven't quite made a splash among consumers is this the year in which the devices do that who wants to start you you, yeah
3: yeah. so last year with the pixel 2 excel there were so many issues with the display there was people who were interested in the phone and Mm -hmm. were like against it because of that those display issues if um google avoids that this year i heard they're going to foxconn um the who helped out with the essential phone i believe
1: yeah so they do most of the manufacturing for apple yeah yeah
2: and plus with the pixel 2 i know they they tweaked it kind of halfway through the life cycle where Mm -hmm. it's kind of still like a bit of a crapshoot you don't know don't know if you're going to get One of the fixed ones or one of the original ones, it was like the original production models, I believe, Mm -hmm. that had the issue. And they kind of solved it, but you just couldn't tell from the box, like, which one was the the good one. (laughs) Yeah, because essentially it came down to just a quality assurance issue uh,
1: with LG, which makes the displays, right? So I think they tightened up the quality assurance Mm -hmm. to the point where most... I think like your Pixel is fine, right? Like it doesn't have any burn in. John, one of our staff writers, he has a Pixel 3, Pixel 2 XL. He does not have a Pixel 3. (laughs) I misspoke. Um, His looks fine.
3: Yeah, I have one as well, and it's fine as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And because it's because hearing that it's fine, at least it's not no no longer an issue or not as much of an issue, I think people have more hope for the Pixel 3 XL. Um, Although they still have their kind of big bottom notch with the speaker mm-hmm. and it not notch, sorry chin yeah yeah chin with the speaker and a like a pretty deep notch like the top mm-hmm. which people are not a fan of um, so it's kind of up in the air i I'd, i'm personally interested in the pixel 3xl uh, i think it looks good but i'm also a notch fan so hmm. whoa, <laughs> you know? whoa! One of the rare ones.
2: Uh, I don't mind notches, actually. I have mm-hmm. no, I have no problem with notches. Um, yeah, you know what? Notches to me are like
1: what thinness was a couple years ago. Everyone yeah. is in this, you know, rat race to say we have the uh, smartphone with the highest uh, screen to body ratio, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's there's gonna it's gonna settle down at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, like no one is like really like goes around claiming like we've made the thinnest phone. Yeah. Right.
2: Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my thoughts on it all and it kind of you can do parallels a bit to the iPhone as well. Mm-hmm. Right now we're seeing lots of hardware leaks. And mm-hmm. that was the case. With the iPhone. We were not surprised at all. Um, Google's Bread and butter is software, and software is something that's tougher to leak. Mm-hmm. So while maybe the hardware is just like, okay, yeah, we, we know what we're getting, <laughs> whatever. Um, but I think you're going to see some cool things probably software-wise, I would imagine, things that we mm-hmm. don't even know is coming, that hasn't leaked. And I think that's what's going to make it interesting for me. Um, of course, the camera is a big thing for me. Uh, for, as with many people, um, Pixel 2 takes amazing photographs. If they can up that even a bit... The, mm-hmm. Man, you're laughing. Um, but no, I think what will be interesting to see is what kind of software additions the Pixel 3 is going is to have.
1: Samir, I have under good knowledge that we were about to publish a piece that said Samir Chabra is getting the Pixel 3. <laughs> Uh, would you like to share your thoughts?
0: So not only were we about to publish this piece about me getting the Pixel 3. I Reportedly. Think, reportedly, allegedly. You know, mm-hmm. the source is close to the matter. Anonymous sources, no. So uh, yes, I have looked at these leaks. I've lo- seen these images. And as a person who doesn't like notches at all, even though you, it seems like we're going to be able to hide the notch on the Pixel 3 XL, I'm not getting the Pixel 3 XL. Last year I looked at the Pixel 2 XL and I thought to myself, this is the phone I'm going to get. But then a few things happened internally at Mobile Syrup where I didn't need to get a $1000 phone. I was able to review a number of flagship devices and I was quite happy with the experience. So, you know, I'm sorry Google, I didn't end up getting the Pixel 2 XL, but you know, that's the nature of the job. Mm-hmm. However, this year, I am once again on the market for a smartphone, mm-hmm. and yes, there are going to be certainly opportunities for me to review flagship quality devices, but I think just for me personally, because my, I don't have a phone, my current device that is mine, that, that belongs to Samir Chabra is a 2015 Google Nexus 5X. So, in the interim, when I'm not reviewing phones, that's the phone I'm using, or rather, I'm using an essential phone, but if I were to lose that essential phone, back to that Nexus 5X. I need a phone. The Pixel 3 is my phone. Why is that? Well, it's got a big screen, 5.5 inches. It's probably going to have the same 845 as the Pixel 3 XL. Going to have the same overall amount of RAM, same camera. Uh, hopefully, the screen will be an OLED panel. Um, you know, like last year, it might not be a POLED like it was with the Pixel 2 XL, but whatever. It wasn't an OLED
1: last year.
3: I th- was it not? Because it, it was, was an, an LCD. An, yeah. was, it, was it an LCD or was it a P- yeah. uh, an OLED? The Pixel Two XL was OLED. It was yeah. it was a peal though. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was a And then the, yeah, Josh is googling this. Well, he's got,
0: yeah, he's got his cover. But plastic
1: yeah, but, OLED is LG's take on yeah yeah
0: yeah. So either way, so the screen's gonna be fine, all that stuff, and I think for a lot of people the. Pixel 3 is going to be the phone that they get. To answer your question, no, this is not going to be the year of the Pixel. I'm sorry. I, I'm this is this is not a controversial opinion. It's not going to be the year of the Pixel. The, the iPhone 10R is coming out like what two weeks after the they unveiled the Pixel 3 mm-hmm. and Pixel 3XL, and Apple is going to kill it with the iPhone 10R. That is going to be the phone to get from Apple this year, uh, for most. Consumers, well, anyway. and the phone
1: to get, period, I yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. probably.
0: So, you know, let's ignore the, the whole year of the Pixel, year of the Samsung, year of the Apple, uh, you know, contest, because that's, that's beside the point. But I think, uh, like me, a lot of consumers are going to look at the Pixel 3 and say, you know what, I like this phone, it's cheaper. They're going to look at the Pixel 3 XL and say, ah, oh, this is, there, there's something just not right about this. And they're going to get the Pixel 3 next year. Mm. You know, hopefully next year will be a tick year, not a talk year. Hopefully next year... Google will follow, you know, Samsung's design philosophy, ditch the notch, have super thin top and bottom bezels on both their devices, and then the Pixel 4 might have a shot at actually being, like, the true blue, you know, when I think of Android, I think of, you know, Pixel mm-hmm. rather than a Galaxy device.
2: My The trajectory I've seen anecdotally through consumers, um, like online, through other tech media, through just people talking to, um, or in stores, whatever, it's all made, there's no reports behind this, but when the pixel came out it was like oh interesting good camera they're making phones it didn't get that much brand awareness pixel 2 google hit hard with marketing it was everywhere here in toronto uh and elsewhere and and it got known to be a fantastic camera so last year i noticed people were were now actually noticing and saying hmm maybe I, I could see myself using that. Mm-hmm. I think there is potential this year for those that are on the fence. I think it, it like with any kind of new entry into a, a market, it takes a few generations to really be top of mind for, for, for you when you're shopping. I think they're straddling that fence. I think it's either going to be the three or the four where people are going to finally start pulling the trigger in more mass numbers compared to before. Nothing crazy. They're not going to be like the number one smartphone, but Mm-hmm. I do I think that they've done very a very good job over the last 2 years at just like pounding the message into your head that you know this is going to be the 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 Android option you should be looking at if, especially if you're coming from iPhone because it's just mm-hmm. a very clean Android experience. Um, that's kind of what I said also last year that I saw that happening so I'm just curious to see how it plays out depends on all the marketing what they do here but I do think their trajectory is on pace to be a contender, but it might, What is it going to be the three? I don't know. It might, it might be realistically the four, give it one more cycle, but they're, I, I honestly think they're on that line now.
1: Yeah, the one thing I will say is, you know, I think the biggest thing that's holding back Google is not, you know, obviously it's a fantastic phone. Uh, they have the marketing dollars, but the design just doesn't feel like it's anywhere, like even half of mm-hmm. what the iPhone is, mm-hmm. right? In terms of like, is this a very desirable phone, right? Like there's still something about, the Pixel that just uh, screams like this is a geeky alternative, mm. right? Whereas it doesn't have quite that like
2: mainstream mm. um, appeal, right? Um, and I mean that's some of that could be solved with the new because was it is it what's the what's the leak say the hardware is it, is it um is it not it's different material right it's glass now or something is that what they're yeah glass about? to facilitate it's glass. wireless charging so yeah. it's just little things like that i mean just when you hold i'm um, like gives you that little bit more of a premium shine a little bit more of mm-hmm. that kind of premium feel I guess Mm -hmm. you could say. Maybe it's just something simple like that where it's not even like, okay, we want it to look like a Samsung, for example, but just give it that extra shine because, yeah, that is actually one of my complaints because I have it right here in my hand and it just feels a little bit... Not a Pixel (laughs) 3. The Pixel (laughs) 2 XL, sorry. Uh, But it's just a little bit more boxy. like It's more corners, not rounded edges, you know, just plasticky feeling uh, so it's slippery. Mm-hmm. So if they can, you know, round that out, make it a bit more that polish to hold, that for me, it, it gives me the signal that, oh, this is a premium device mm-hmm. I'm holding. So I'm I'm very curious to see how the 3 will be to hold, both uh, the 3 and XL. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. I kind of disagree with um, Samir and more agree with Josh because Samir is uh, against notch and says maybe next year, if the Pixel Four looks more like a like thinner bezels, but like the iPhone 10 and the 10 X, 10s, sorry, and the 10R all have notches, right? It's not. It's consumers don't as much as we. Now
1: hold on,
0: but
3: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: no, no, no. So just to add to Dean's point, there, like I saw this study recently, and it's like less than one percent of people cared about the notch on the iPhone, yeah.
3: right? And but so that was because it
0: was an
1: iPhone.
3: I don't know if that yeah. makes it people people ask me about different phones with notches quite often um i don't know if the notch is really a huge issue but definitely a a less premium feeling i Mm. i use the pixel 2xl right now it's my main phone because igor took my g7 but um (laughs) for a very good reason which i can't (laughs) discuss but, yeah, um, he took my G7, so then... Uh, Which I plan to give back. <laughs> so now I'm stuck using the Pixel 2 XL, and I I, I miss the feeling of a phone that feels, like, better mm. in my hand. It feels... it. This feels cheap, and it's hopefully the Pixel 3 and 3 XL fixes this with glass and maybe just oh, better manufacturing or better at something it's Mm. missing but it's Mm -hmm. definitely missing something and
2: it's not that because the software is great i love the the pixel software because it's just pure android you get the extra pixel goodness Mm -hmm. um but yeah just interesting just mentally that when you it feels a little bit off you're like oh like i just want that little bit more that extra shine you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah so if, if they can do that combined with the software then i would be very happy that being said, play off one more thing. Glass back. I am stoked for wireless, wireless charging. charging. Mm-hmm. Like after using it with the iPhone a lot, and then going going back and forth with the Pixel. Man, it's I miss wireless charging. Mm-hmm. Rapid charging is great on the Pixel. Like, don't get me wrong, that's a good solution, but wireless charging is going to be beautiful.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Josh, uh, the one other thing I did want to talk to you specifically as it relates to the Pixel, and we might get to the uh, Chromebooks. Um, what do you make of Google's smart display uh, play? Uh-huh. Um, in the context of like we just last week we had that uh, Amazon uh, mm-hmm. extravaganza where it's like, here's an echo for you. Here's an echo for you. Everyone gets an echo, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, does your, uh,
2: does your cat food dish need Alexa? Because it has it now. No? Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So it seems you know, we're going to see something similar from mm. Google, right, with these smart displays. And for those that haven't kept up the Home Hub, it's essentially um, it's a smart display uh, where it has assistant built in. So essentially the gimmick or the uh, the uh, kind of it's the reasons for its existence is it is, basically an echo show Mm -hmm. right it is exactly that device yeah Yeah.
2: and and there's already i forget the brand names lenovo lenovo and another one that's out that runs google assistant Mm -hmm. Uh, but they're not in canada i don't believe yeah they're they're not in canada Canada, which i'm bummed i'm a google assistant fan over alexa like that's that's the one i prefer that's what i love i have lots of google homes google max it's great so i am super excited if this is actually being announced, because mm-hmm. I use Assistant all the time. So, and playing around at the Amazon event, there was a, the Canadian preview one that was here for the holiday stuff, not the new screen, but there's their small. Uh, the dot? The dot, is that what it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just playing around with that a bit. Like it is.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend.
2: but it's useful you know there's a lot of stuff that assistant does that getting those visual cues makes it that much more useful mm-hmm. so to have that with google assistant would be very handy at least for me in my situation and just the things i use it for like whether it's timers whether it's you know I don't use it for recipes, but that's theoretically another one. Like use the recipes to <laughs> show it up, right? Like yeah. I can't. I, I have pizza pops for lunch. It's ninety seconds in the microwave and flip. But I will get Google Assistant to remind me, and they can tell me. I can follow the instructions. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, I think it's. I think the visual piece because the other thing too is, is Google's been pushing hard at Alexa. Right. Well, that is and, what
1: I want to like really get down to. Is like. It is distinctly about adding the visual piece, mm. right?
2: Yeah, because they now. If I, I'm, I'm trying to remember the report, but basically, there are, are there not more Google assist Google Homes than Google Google smart speakers than Alexa smart speakers now that were sold last quarter. Uh, not overall, but I think last quarter they sold mm-hmm. more. And it was the first time they passed that milestone. I don't think it's like total, but it was just that quarter they sold more. So their uh, assistance is really like. Hitting home for them right now, and they, somewhere they,
1: Apple is crying about HomePod <laughs> yeah. sales. <laughs> yeah, That's true. it's
2: yeah. um, a HomePod. <laughs> yeah, so I think honestly, adding the visual cue is is huge, and I think that will click with consumers. We we can't speak confidently in Canada really right now. We only have the one, and I don't really know anyone that has it. But I, but home sold very well the mini sold very well so i would imagine that this could do better.
3: i have three minis so uh. <laughs>
2: when people say the mini sold well i uh, i take
1: issue with that if only because like literally google was like are you buying a nest thermostat <laughs> Have three you know, yeah true. you know like
2: <laughs> no, but that being said like i when it came out and in the months after it and i still get people that ask me like hey i i just want something is the mini good and so i they, i don't know so i should maybe caveat don't it's, buy it. Just wait for a promotion. Like, well, like they asked me, so <laughs> yeah. it doesn't mean that they went through with it. But they, yeah. the interest is there because of the price point, right? And mm-hmm. I usually say, you know what, just spend the extra, you know, dollars and get the 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 home. But but there's the interest there because it's cheap, and and apparently it's done really well. And and Google's play too. You know, they're the first assistant here in Canada that and they had they launched with French out of the gate. Alexa did not. So they really, mm-hmm. if we take Canadian angle to this, um, they really think Canada, like, they can be Canada's assistant. Uh, Mm -hmm. They've told me this during briefings and everything. Like, they think they have the opportunity to really make a dent and and take over. And so far, everything anecdotally seems to be the case, at least in Canada. That assistant is definitely more prominent here than Alexa.
1: Yeah, I will say Amazon does not care about Canada. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just... Facts. Yeah. Facts.
0: Right? Facts.
1: <laughs> uh, Samir, what do you make of it?
0: Of the uh of, of the whole Google, the play, yeah yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like this is one of those situations where I I think to myself and again, I, I think to myself, I am not the right person to think about these kinds of products because mm-hmm. as soon as I see anything that lets people introduce like the world's largest search giant into their homes with a device that's pretty much always listening, waiting to be activated, I'm like, you know what, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna recommend <laughs> yeah. this. I'm gonna say no, no thank you and uh and no way. Thank to, you and goodbye. Yeah.
2: To be fair, it's it is on device Listening only Until it hears the trigger word And that's when it connects to the internet Oh certainly, like, certainly. So, so it is but, like It's always listening But only It never goes to man, the internet Have it, you seen Smart replies in Gmail Or the oh, uh, Smart yes. compose
1: Where yeah. you can like So I was like Trying to fool it And I'm like No like Google has like Such an extensive Like database Of my correspondence That it knows How to like Mimic me down to a T Like all my little Like Oh yeah You know Like I start, one of my favorite responses to something is no worries, right? Right. And as soon as I not even know, it was just like,
2: do you want to finish it? Like this end with no worries. (laughs) For me, it picks up right away. Apologies for the delay. Yeah. (laughs) Which is like, (laughs) that's why I'm so bad at emails. Yeah. That's usually how I start my emails and assistant knows that very well. Yeah.
1: Um, Dean, uh, let's shift focus to the, uh, Chromebooks, the pixel books, excuse me. Um, we have two frequent surface users here, so this is a perfect, uh, segue into this.
2: Um, you know, as... Wait, who's s- the other one? You. No, oh, but who's the other one? Dean? Dean. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to be, I, I wanted to make sure we're on too. this... Okay, I wanted <laughs> yeah. to make sure we're on the same page. Okay. <laughs> Continue.
1: Yeah, so, um, I mean, we've seen kind of them do the two-in-one thing right but not quite like this where it's a detachable right in ser- in terms of chromebooks right uh, specifically google right yes. like this is their first two-in-one to the best of my knowledge um although i guess uh, pixel c was it was the oh yeah the tablet oh, yeah um, I but that c. was android that was not chrome os yes mm-hmm. um rest in peace android on tablets R-I-B. never to be spoken about or like thought about uh in any capacity um you know, i uh, Chrome OS is interesting to me. Like, I get it. It's cool. Like, it's nice and lightweight. But I could just never see myself using Chrome OS for my day-to-day work. Do you feel, in addition to, let's say, some kind of tweaks where they bring more uh, comprehensive apps, more robust apps, does this two-in-one kind of change the equation for Chrome OS? And uh, starting with you, Dean, then going to you, Samir.
3: I... Don't believe so. I don't. I don't think it will help at all. I think what's more important for Chrome OS is, is how it needs to be. It needs to have more on it. Mm-hmm. It's lacking. It's lacking so much. I, I want to use a Chrome OS um, laptop. I want to use the Pixelbook. I'm very interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have what I need for my daily, like for daily at work. And I think. Stuff like that is probably the issue with why people are hesitant with the Pixel mm-hmm. Pixel Bucks. So even if it is a detachable, even if like people, it's it can be more portable and more useful, and um, have all the benefits of a Surface Surface, some <laughs> sort of Surface, surface
1: device. Yeah, <laughs> thank
3: you. Um, I still don't think people will use it. The Surface Surface has everything Microsoft can. Give it really, mm-hmm. um, and in terms of a fully functional PC or fully functional uh, laptop, um, Google's Pixel Books don't cannot match it.
1: Um, if I could just ask one additional question, this is something I uh, really want you to think about, Josh? Uh, as we get to you, <sighs> you uh, no,
3: I, I
2: never sign up to thinking. <laughs> I know that's the rule. Okay,
1: um, what? You know what is the kind of like i never quite understood the play with the pixel book right like a thousand dollar plus chrome os uh laptop that doesn't like it has all this power but what is it using it for Mm. anyway so that's something i'd like you guys to think as i turn it to you samir
0: well, so let's answer that question. So, what what was the point of releasing the Chromebook Pixel first? You know, back in twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Or the Pixel C. Or, or the Pixel. C. Well, the Pixel C was Android, so that made sense. Yeah. So, what was the point of releasing the Chromebook Pixel, which was fifteen hundred dollars US? And then, what was the point of releasing the Chromebook Pixel two, which was seventeen hundred dollars US for like the you know high end model? Well, the answer is quite simple. At the time, Google was trying to prove that Chrome OS can be this full fledged desktop replacement that you don't need Windows or Mac OS or Linux. You can just use their Chrome browser, and they hoped beyond hope that if they release a product if they released a product that showcased everything that you can put into a pick into a Chromebook device that you know Adobe would show up and say yeah fine we'll put Photoshop on it that never happened. That absolutely never happened. <laughs> and, so, yeah. you know, and and to this day, the Pixelbook is a $1,000 12.3-inch you know, 12.3 inch device with an you know, i5, 7th Gen i5, and all day bad. It, it is on paper one of the best laptops you can mm-hmm. get with a simple addendum being that it runs Chrome OS. Mm. And I actually know a lot of people... I don't know a lot of people. I know a lot of Redditors like to go on the Linux subreddit and say, hey, so we bought the $1,000 machine. We're just running Linux on it. We've got Ubuntu on it. We've mm-hmm. found a way to do it, which makes perfect sense. Mm. So... The ultimate question for me isn't, you know, what is the point of this? The question is, how expensive is this, is this two-in-one going to be to justify the fact that I can't run a full version of Photoshop on it just yet? Mm-hmm.
2: I think there's a couple pieces to it. Mm-hmm. So, one, I think, look, look at the surface line. And, and you know, sometimes with the surface... So, w- the reason why its surface line exists is because you know, Windows was falling behind in terms of build quality. OEMs were not putting out premium Apple-like quality Windows devices. So Microsoft's like, well, we're going to set the standard. We're going to show the OEMs. This is how you make a good Windows device. You don't need to sacrifice it. And then after they started doing it, other companies have been stepping it up. Um, So I think that might be one, one like kind of like a, like a proof that you can Mm -hmm. have a really good quality Chrome OS device. Uh, Two, and this is theoretical, but Google loves almost like beta testing stuff, throwing stuff out there and then eventually find a use for it or see what the creators do with it or see what the community wants. This could just be another one of those. They're just like, you know what? Let's just throw it out there, see what happens, see what sticks. What do people like? What do people not like? Uh, if you go on their YouTube channel, actually, they have some examples of, of creators that will go and just shoot with SLRs with it and edit and, and whatnot. So they're getting some of that push. Of course, it's it's a Google video, but like, but the point <laughs> is, like, it's interesting seeing some of the apps that they're using. Um, so I, I, think that, I think there's kind of those two components. One, they want to kind of raise the bar for what a Chrome OS device is and looks like. And two, I think it's just kind of seeing what sticks. And mm-hmm. I think it's, they know it's going to take multiple generations to really finesse it. I really like using it. I mm-hmm. enjoy the key, keyboard. Um, I can't do everything, as you were saying, Dean, um, that I would like to do. But most of the stuff you can do, mm-hmm. um, you know, I can... Either you can do the workaround where you use the downloads folder to store files for example so that's how you access your hard drive and that's kind of your little hard mm-hmm. drive um but yeah like so for and the keyboard's great i really like the keyboard trackpad's great so i actually use it a fair bit and i enjoy it you get good battery life you can you run android apps as well um is it worth the price tag though no <laughs> it's not yeah. it's not worth the price tag but it's a gr- i like it it's a great device
1: yeah i think the interesting thing will be to see from a technical standpoint if they move to a qualcomm processor because that would give exponentially more battery life and i think it would reduce the price of because you're not paying for these very expensive intel processors which by all accounts you know the computer is not even taking advantage of Uh, i mean
3: chrome os you know it's a a heavy operating system am i right guys oh (laughs) all that ram Um, okay i'm
1: I'm done with the joke sorry um (laughs) You know, I had hoped that we could touch on some of the other smartphones, uh, the V40 uh, and the OnePlus 6, but those will have to wait. Um, shout out to everyone. Oh, I've got a good one.
2: Oh, do you want to start us off? So this broke 27 minutes ago Ooh. on Instagram. Michael Buble's new album is the heart emoji, pronounced love, and will release on November 16th. So shout out to Buble because it's time for some new Buble tunes and I'm excited. There you go. But it's actually a heart emoji. Oh, Heart. I'm just showing everyone that this makes good radio, but I'm showing amazing so, radio. So uh, yeah, michaelbuble.com. Look it up. He's coming to a city near you. Drop the mic.
1: You can expect three things on the syrup cast. One, I will mess up the intro. I can't even remember what two is, but three, it will make for very great radio as we gesture. <laughs> yeah. Dean, what do you have for us?
3: Are you do un- a second? Prepared for this? Okay, Quick,
1: quickly think of something, Samir.
0: So I'm going to shout out the CRTC as I sometimes often do. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh, No, so today I can't even (laughs) spell it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, that is (laughs) hilarious. Uh, No, so I'm going to shout out the CRTC because today they announced uh, that they will be accepting submissions for uh, you know organizations looking to gobble up some of that 750 million dollars they've got set aside for their broadband internet as a basic service. So submissions begin, will open sometime in 2019. We know that they are looking for a pretty strict criteria of, uh, of companies, of organizations. But you know, the good news is you can be a, a private corporation. You can be for profit or not for profit as a private corporation. You can be public sector. All you have to do is prove to the CRTC that you can't fulfill your project without a slice of that $750 million pie.
1: It's great shout out.
3: I do have a shout out. now. Ooh. Yeah. ooh! I'm Hit actually us. going to shout out to Josh and Patrick for being old and partying too hard last night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'm still really? here. Josh <laughs> is that yeah. shout out or shade? I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. No, that's that's my uh, that's what I have to admit. You know, I've realized it was a uh, this morning that I am old and
3: boring, but I'm okay with it. You know what? I partied too hard on Friday, and I realize I'm also old, and kind of boring too. So <laughs> hey. I mean, I'm young you and have, awesome. I'm just going to say that. Right <laughs> yeah. here. I'm great. Uh, <laughs> no, that being said, since I shaved
2: my beard, I get ID'd all the time now. So I guess it has a compliment. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, what should be my shout out? I don't even know. I I am the host. What are you to, reading, Igor? Uh, what are
3: you
1: what watching? Am I, what am I watching? What am I reading? What was the YouTuber you just? Oh, yeah. There you go. Joe, that's a great one. Joe Allen. That's uh, Joe. J-O-E-A-L-L-A-M. He's a fantastic YouTuber from the uh, London, England. He's actually coming to Toronto in November. I don't know why. But uh, he does fantastic uh, travel and
2: uh, camera videos. So check nice. him out. You just sent me one. He did one in New Zealand. So yes. I'm going to watch that. Josh,
1: yeah. for those who don't know, uh, is a very big fan of New Zealand. Yes.
2: Uh, my fiance is a Kiwi and can't trust those kiwis i know no they're, but they they're have wonderful have people <laughs> those those kiwis you know? <laughs> they also cool. have great uh, great candy called pineapple lumps people should google it it's chocolate. i will. yeah it's great
0: um where can everyone find you guys samir you can find me on twitter at samir 94 and of course you can find me at mobile syrup.com
3: dean I had to look it up this time because I never know it. But Not
1: not just this time, <laughs> but last time as well. But continue.
3: I'm at Dean CW, like C as in Charlie and W as in whiskey, daily, and on Mobile Syrup.
2: That military alphabet. I thought you were looking up uh, the website. Oh, what is it? Uh, mobile Syrup. <laughs> uh, is this a maple syrup? Maple? Yeah. What's that? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or on joshmcconnell.com so it's m-c-c-o-n-n-e-l-l and yeah i just tweet dumb things so not not much tech so don't go there for tech things but if pizza. you yeah pizza and complaining yeah i'm yeah. Old, i am now old man yells at cloud
1: <laughs> we all get there some point um i am at Igor Bonifacic. That's I-G-O-R-B-O-N-I-F-A-C-I-C. You can also find my work, as almost everyone here, at Mobile Syrup. Uh, that's mobilesyrup.com. It's a
2: fantastic website. You, you look know? at me when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw me your shade, Igor. Your work appears on Mobile Syrup as well. <laughs> no, <okay>. I <It's, laughs> I'm freelance. You can find me at the uh, corner of Queen and Spadina, mm-hmm. uh, ex- uh, usually in a cardboard box, and oh. I'll stroll down and ask for food. At Mobile Syrup and right. It it's tough out there. You know, <laughs> one Doug Ford decided not
1: to increase the uh, minimum wage beyond $14. Uh, anyway, before I get you into politics, because this would be an hour long podcast, <laughs> longer, um, make sure to follow, like, and subscribe. Um, mobile Syrup on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And across all three, it is at Mobile Syrup. Uh, next week I feel like we're going to have a CRTC episode in us Because a lot of CRTC happenings This pa- uh, Something just broke uh, Well not really broke But they kind of issued It's a development you have got progress Slow and steady Slow and steady uh, Just before we were going to sit down and do this podcast So alas these things It's really hard to put together One of these CRTC podcasts When they uh, announce the news Just an hour before the podcast uh, But Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next week.